what's up? Street Fight Radio. It's live Wednesday night. Time for a street fight. It's like 10 o'clock. What time is it right now? 1026. 10:30. Yeah, early, a little bit baby. early. So Brian's sick again. Brian, round three for you. Two. Two. Yeah. Round two. My daughter entered her round three of sickness this week. I feel like I got it from her. But 15 kids in her class were out. Yeah. Uh, it was like an epidemic. Uh, but this is Street Fight Radio, number one anarcho comedy radio show on any station across the nation. Coming out of you, coming out of Columbus, Ohio. Not coming out of you. Unless you're a fucking antenna. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, my name is Brett Payne. My host is Brian Quinby. You can find us doing the live show every single week, Wednesday nights, 10 or 11 p.m. And then every Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we're taking your calls. Uh, answering your questions, listening to your stories, and uh, spreading this mess across the U.S. We appreciate everybody that shows up each week to support us. Um, we got, well, shit, what what happened? Nick Hayes, we got The Means TV himself, the guy you've been reading about in all the big magazines that all the uh, smart people are talking about. Um, he's got cut his teeth and left his media on street fight tours, right? You talked to him on the third show? Right, yeah. It's fun. I mean, if you it's really... weird. 19-year-old. Yeah, there's only one person... There are a few people, our wives, now Jason, that have as much of a knowledge of what this thing is than Nick. You know what I mean? Like, so we talked a little bit about what it's like to work with me and you and shit like that. Especially at that time, like, he was working with us at a time where we were fucking grinding like hell, man. For Some sure. of those shows were... Very small, very small. Sh- and actually, no, not really, not a lot of them. No, he came off for some great shows. Yeah, yeah, he's really good. And um, uh, what else is going on? We are we're going to be doing a live show in April. We're going to be in the Northeast area. We'll be in Philly on April third. We'll be in New York City at Littlefield Saturday night, April sixth. It's going to be a street fight, Royal Rumble podcast showdown. We're going to have. The Master of Struggles, Leslie Lee. We're going to have the fabulous Chapos. We're going to have some special guests invites. We're going to have a fucking... A, we're going to settle this thing once and for all. Best podcaster in New York City on that night. And uh, it'll be fun. Get ready no. for a street fight. We're going to do WrestleSplania show on Sunday in Queens, New York at the Queens Brewery. We're going to be doing commentary, hanging out, watching WrestleMania. So come do that if you are not here. Um, if you're not available to get tickets, sorry, to get WrestleMania, we're going to be in, I don't know the rest of the dates. So I have so some Philadelphia. Of we're going to be, I know them all. I said actually, Philly. What's so it? Philadelphia Philly? is the third of April. New right. York is the sixth of April. New York with WrestleSplania is the seventh of April, April 9th at, in Portland, Maine at a place with a crazy name, Aphodian, the Aphodian theater. And, uh, then of Aphodian. course, April 11th in Boston, the place that everybody tells us not to play, but we're, we're fucking do doing it. This is Boston, not LA. We're going to do hardcore. We're going to talk a lot more <laughs> about hardcore. You know, basically the whole set in Boston is going to be about hardcore. And I'm going to do, I'm going to rewrite The Departed a little bit to my liking. <laughs> yeah, Departed. Hey, it's The Departed. Yeah. Hey, we're over here talking about hardcore. I'm so Departed right now. I'm going to go ahead and uh, beat somebody up for doing drugs <laughs> yeah. at the center of yeah. show in Boston. Put a, put a sack full of nickels in my fist. <laughs> beat him over the eye. Dude, that show, so, like, uh... Very weird. I took an intro to gangs 
class in college. Like, it was a class about gang violence. Right. And it was dumb. It was at, by the way, at the Ohio State University. This is not a weird community college class or anything like that. And we watched so much gangland in that class. Really? It's always watching gangland. So that, so then, that is all it takes to get a college education in gangs is just watch that show? Well, then at the end of fucking gangland... They, she would be like, all this stuff's bullshit, though. Like, most of this stuff on Gangland is bullshit. So I think she was just like, I mean, what are we going to do here? Are we going to watch Colors? Is that what we're going to do? Like, what, what is this class she really going to be? Man, somebody talked their way into it. It's like someone, that's someone that didn't know, you know, didn't really do the project. They did the project the night before. Yeah. You know? Well, I thought it was neat. Like, I, I, I thought it was cool, though, the Boston one. There was like a hardcore Boston hardcore episode, straight edge gang, like prohibition, gang beating the shit out of people yeah. that were drunk and kicking them out of shows, yeah. stabbing them with bottles, street awesome. street medics and shit. Because that's a like really punk thing. Because I hate those people, and Dude, if I you can get these- me to hate some, like I hate them. I remember. Okay, so we went to go see Corn in Dayton, Ohio, at the Hera Arena. Okay. And uh, we're standing in the audience and we're talking to people and this guy comes up to us and he's really nice. He's dressed kind of like a raver, which automatically bought you cool points with me. Like I automatically thought like, what a cool fucking dude. You know, he's got cool clothes on. He's clean. He's put together. He's got piercings, you know? Right. And uh, he told us he was a straight edge and all of us. And he told us he was a straight edge and we were all like, what's that mean, dude? And then like he told us he was a vegan and we all freaked out because we'd never heard of one before. Yeah. He's like, I don't use fucking toothpaste. Right. And I was like, what? That's fucking nuts. How you brush your teeth? He's like, cruelty free, baby. I'm like, no, oh, that's kind of. You know, yeah. I probably, I, I mean, full disclosure, I probably called it gay, but um, at the time, I just remember hearing this guy talk about straight edge and just being fucking completely like mind blown. Yeah. And when I left, hated his guts. I just hated him because I, you know, I love drugs. When I went to, I, so my, after high school, I went to DeVry for like a short period of time. And there was a guy that I hung out with that was super into hardcore and he had these like underground DVDs of shows and concerts and stuff. And there would be guys that were like getting in fights and there would be like, they would get sewed up like in someone's living room. There would be like a surgery on DVD. And they, guys that had tattoos that said like, bring back prohibition. Yeah. And they had like an eagle smashing a bottle and shit. Like, I mean, it's cool. It is. It's, now, it's intense. In it's hindsight, a little intense, I think. In hindsight, it's, it's too much. Right. It it's is. Like, definitely. But in hindsight now, I'm like, I know what they were doing, and I don't agree with their mission or any of that shit, but it's fucking cool, though. It's cool because they made people that, you know, it's kind of like what we do at times or what our people on the internet do. It's like we go and offend people who say they can never be offended. You know, and that's what the straight edge guys did. They offended people who could never be offended, who said, I I could never fucking be offended. That's you know what true. I mean? Nobody could ever. Offend I'm an me. outlaw. I live in this crazy lifestyle. I'm a punk, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. And then they came not in. Fucking hardcore. <laughs> they came in and they're like, we're going to fucking beat you up for doing drugs. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did yeah. they smoke cigarettes? I don't. I don't think that was allowed, but I don't really know to be honest. Wild man. Sounds I mean, so everybody boring, has though. their own. I mean, it's intense. You're just living like completely sober, man. Every moment, you're just taking life in, like <laughs> the full fucking thing. You're not well, like, putting on any sort of film on it, right? 
Well, I think uh, like even to it the seems point. miserable though. I mean, they seem so mad and angry about <laughs> it. Know. You know, like the sobriety is driving them nuts. Yeah, just furious, man. And that's so, the best salesman's uh, for it. We got our headphones in and everything. We're talking a little bit about drugs. Let's oh. listen to a little bit of audio. How's that sound to Brett Payne? Sure, you got video too. I don't have video. Okay. Well, I do have video, but uh, we don't need it because here we go. Actually, you ready? I'm, I'm ready. They're, actually, they're actually fentanyl heroin. Oh, okay. What Our is? kids are having parties, and they call them skits. Oh, really? Where they bring pills I remember and these. Put them into okay. And everybody just kind of picks whatever pill they want, and they take them. I mean, it's kind of a shocking thing when I heard about this. That's called, Just randomly like, taking like... pills. <laughs> and some of these children unbeknownst to them, are taking a Xanax that's actually a contraband Xanax, uh, and they're dying. Okay. Oh, cool. I love it. (laughs) Okay. They don't make it to the What is a contraband Xanax? It was one mistake. Like the illegal pressing. their lives are lost. So, basically, she said, uh, first of all, she called it fentanyl heroin, which is (laughs) very weird. But she's she's claiming that we're having Skittles. I got this audio from Aaron Aaron Rupar, A.T. Rupar on Twitter, posted these this week. And so this is the first one I wanted to get out there. It's basically uh, Sarah Carter, Fox News contributor, explaining to parents what their kids are doing out there, Brett. Hey. You let your kids go out to a party? Yeah. You let your kids go to a dance? Do you wonder what they're doing when they go to that dance? It's called a Skittles party, my friend. And they're eating contraband Xanax. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, she would know, right? I mean, she's young and hip. She talks to a lot of teens, right? Yeah. That's that's where she learned all this from. Well, This, this is tangentially related to a rainbow party as well. Rainbow Party was BJ's, right? Yes, yes. Different colored lipsticks, sucking on ding-dongs. Also... Rainbow Party can also be with the um, the bandanas of different color to show yeah. your sexual preferences. It's extremely a lie that's never happened. Yeah, it's just something the a parent made up, and other parents were like, "I could see that happening." Yeah, you know. Well, I think like I hate to even blame I I blame the parents for being kind of dumb. You know what I mean? And believing it because they're being told something and they believe that it's been told. I have this theory about boomers' parents now, and even my parents is that. Or, or, like, parents even my age. Like, I think your age, you're five years younger than me, and people under that might be a little more with it. But I think even people my age believe that if it comes off of a screen, then it's yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> like, Surprising people your age that got into, got scared of Momo. Yeah. That took the, <laughs> oh, away their kid's fact. iPad for one week, you know? I know for a fact there were people scared of Momo. My, I, I actually... Got to spend, I got to spend a little bit of time the other night. I came home and my wife was like scrolling through her phone. And uh, I was, I think mine was dead or something. I was just annoying. I was like, I'm going to annoy my wife. And I like climb all over and stuff like that in bed and shit. Not sexually, just, you know, just grabbing her and (laughs) stuff like that. Don't fucking freak out everybody. Uh And uh, I got to look at her Facebook timeline for a while. And Brent, I'm going to tell you something. It's a lot different than ours. I can just... Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah, I got to look at like what the normal people were posting. And I mean, it's 90%. Hey, y'all remember this cartoon? Sure. (laughs) Or like... 
people making fancy looking cakes or like uh what sharing songs you've heard a million times before <laughs> i once saw a guy share enter sandman on facebook and it was he shared enter sandman and then whoop there it is and then something else and it was the most i i don't know why i've seen a lot of crazy shit on facebook but a person that had the desire to share enter sandman was the most shocking thing i ever saw on facebook pretty surprising like, you can stick your head out the window any time of the day and hear enter sandman it's fucking playing all the time somewhere i, I don't know who's missed out on it at this point i know I everybody uh, knows they can get it on wherever they're at you know i mean uh, the thing is you can you could turn on a radio and hear it yeah. you could play the radio for an hour and you'll probably hear enter sandman if you're on a rock station. yeah if you go to the hard rock station yeah. right so, yeah, Skittles parties, Brett. What do you think? Uh, you th- I mean, I think the parents in my neighborhood might believe it. And, and we had conversations like this on the call-in show, I believe, where I <laughs> talked about 13 Reasons Why. Uh, my daughter was, like, coming up when 13's reason why, 13 Reasons Why came out. And parents, I got a note from school that said kids are killing themselves because they're watching this TV show about a girl that committed suicide. Uh-huh. So, like... I do think that part of it's there. I think that most of this, though, is a, and I'm going to sound like a conspiracy guy right now, you know? Okay. Uh, I'm I'm excited. Definitely going to sound like, but I really think that the DEA floats this shit out there. Like, I, I don't think they officially say it, but I think that they float it to other people and it gets to the police departments. And once it gets to the police departments, it gets sent out among the parents. And I, I really think it's a DEA thing because this shit is not true. You couldn't find a case of this happening. Right. I mean... The, the, right, but but you can't... Yeah, this is the kind of stuff that the police make up to make themselves sound brave, you know? Yeah. Like, and, I, I would stop any Skittles party. <laughs> I'm so brave. I'd steal all those kids' pharmaceuticals. Yeah. Because, I mean, I've been, and the thing is, it's funny, because you'll see a lot of people share this stuff on Facebook that you did drugs with back in high school, and you're like, did that ever happen to you or me? We were the people doing drugs. Right, You know? Like, the way that I did drugs when I was in high school is the way that everybody does drugs when they're in high school. Right. You know, if you don't do drugs, you... You live a normal life, and if you do do drugs, you just do them the way I did. It's basically like scrounging to get something that's going right. to get you hot. Trial and error. Yeah. Maybe no. a dime. Like, it's scrounging to get $10 to buy a dime bag, and everybody share two well, joints. This is, but, th- look, this is a suburban mom that's like, <laughs> uh-uh-uh. When the girls at bar class get the get their cramps every month, I can make a lot of money off those Xanax, and I don't want my kid down there taking them. Yeah. Well, and, I feel and, like they're worried about their kids stealing stealing their they, their medicine cabinet filled with, you know, the good pills. I also think the, just the idea... That this is happening the way pills, not, yeah. the the idea that, that they think this is happening the way the way there's such a crackdown on pills, like there aren't really pills out there. There's Xanax. I will say that like most people can probably stumble into some Xanax or Ativan, but there's not like a wide variety of pills that get you fucked up. There's probably like five different kinds, right? That you, you know, want, that you need to, that you focus on, right? Or that anybody does the right. drugs. It's it really is like Adderall, uh, painkillers, and barbiturates. What else is there? Is there a different kind of pill out there? And and like all of those are uh, relatively safe. I, I mean, I wouldn't say... I, I'm not saying kids need to go out and pop a bunch of these things. Right, right. But also, they're not going to die sure. from taking one or two of these right. things. 
you know, and it's just scaring parents. I mean, I, 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 you know, I thought about this like a few years ago when about five or six years ago when Gwen was, you know, before she was 10, before she was a teenager. And, uh, you know, I would let her go ride her bike up and down the street. I would let her ride over to the, the school on the other side of the road and play by herself. But I said, man, I can't believe my parents like let me go all over the neighborhood. Like I went pretty far, you know, I, we, we rode our bikes to the mall. Sometimes we rode our bikes on busy streets. We rode our bikes, you know, to other parts of town. We walked the railroad tracks until we got like 10 miles away from home, like stand by me or some shit. And like, that's not a, like, I was just like, how can you trust your kid to do that? And now I do it. Like, I just, I, I was actually having a conversation with her recently. I was driving up in a neighborhood that's kind of, it's probably about five miles away from my neighbor. And she's like, this is where I ride my bike when I'm out riding my bike. And I was like, shit, you ride it all the way up here and you're fine. You know? Right. I, like, now that I'm here, I do think that if you do a good job with them when they're younger, they're okay. This shit is not going to happen. Well, you know, I mean, I just remember being young and have, I mean, having that barometer. And like we always said, like, even as bad kids, we thought we were the only good bad kid, right? Yes. We were the good, but that <clears throat> comes from everyone does have that inner barometer and isn't going to really push it as far as you fucking think they will. Right. Like I said, you said that about, uh, when we go, like we take hikes, uh, uh, mountains and we took one hike up, up to I'm sure we'll do some during the summer too together and uh, everybody that was with us my wife even me to a certain extent not too much was worried that one of the kids was just going to run off the side of the mountain yeah <laughs> it's like kids aren't that f- how dumb would a kid have to be to run right. off the side of a fucking mountain sure. you know and it really and this is what the Skittles party thing is too dude it's I don't trust I can't control this person. Right. They're going to go out and kill them. And immediately do the worst thing. Yeah, they're going to immediately, for some reason, and this is what I think comes down to, which I said with Momo, which is, okay, you're letting YouTube parent your kid then. Because if your kid will follow anything they see on YouTube, you have a, ter- you have a bad relationship with your kid. And I think this is the same thing. You don't, you don't know where your kid is at. You don't, you don't trust them. You don't have a fucking relationship with them. So all you can do is assume that they're going to make the worst possible decision exactly. because you don't know them. Oh, you know? You're, yeah, you're totally right. If and, I know that, if I knew my, if I knew my fucking kid did like go and test the boundaries every fucking time, sure, I would tighten the leash up when necessary. Yeah, but from the get, if you you, you can have it set up where they don't, they aren't going to be extreme, right. and they can, they will just you know set themselves, you know, set do things for themselves. Gwen told me once when she was real little, like. You and it's crazy because this sounds like a lie. I promise, but like I, I, she was kind of going to go do something. I said, "Hey, you know, don't, don't do something. Don't vandalize something. Don't sneak out or something like that. Don't run around after curfew." And she's like, "It's not fair that you automatically assume that I'm going to do all the bad stuff that you did when you're a kid." And I'm like, "That's you're right, and you win this one because that's true. Like it isn't fair that because and a lot of people do a lot of the people that do that were I don't think people that were good when they were younger worry about their kid going nuts out there. It's people who got away what they believe got away with stuff. I think there's yeah. a lot of people who become adults. And they think that it's luck that they survived their teen years. And that's just like, it's not, it's that it's not that dangerous. Right. Right. (laughs) It's not like pure luck. Right. Uh, So, uh, 
I got one more little bit of audio here about drugs that I got from Gabby Miller on, on Twitter. It's two underscores Gabby Miller, which she's a journalist. And uh, let's just play this real quick. Okay. We'll hear what he has, hear what Bill Bennett has. Dr. Bill Bennett has to Ooh. say. You ready? Yes. But this uh, move to legalize is obviously very popular here. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm running against the grain. Um, but um, I don't consult the polls on this. I consult the research and real-life experience. <laughs> there are more kids in treatment for marijuana than all other drugs combined. 100% agree it, with you. <laughs> it, it, it destroys or limits, hurts, focus, attention, and memory. I mean, does this, does this make sense? And can lead to psychosis. <laughs> okay, first of all, he says something astoundingly stupid, and yeah. then that other guy is like 100%. 100%. Oh, I'm in now. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Let's go hard on this. <laughs> That's the number one yeah. Fox News clip of all time. Every time I leave the studio, some kid just got back from a, a marijuana rehab. <laughs> you know what? There's more. If Okay. I don't believe that statistic, really. I Actually, I, I will say that maybe that statistic is true. Well, But there's one thing about kids that go to rehab is that they're generally forced to go to rehab. And uh, they're probably forced to go to rehab because they got caught smoking marijuana by their parents. And that's why they're at fucking rehab. Sure. You know? Again, weed is the only drug you can really catch your kid doing. The rest of them, it's like you would have to. It would be astounding if you caught your kid doing coke or pills, really. Because you would have to find them in their, in their room. But with weed, they smell like it. They look high. They act goofy. Uh there's just so many different and you can drug test for weed you can't drug test for most other pills you know and you can buy a drug test in the fucking store which is psychotic like the craziest thing like they shouldn't sell those in the stores why are they selling those some people want to know for radio bits yeah, yeah. For, so me and you can go get them like, oh that turned way a different color yeah <laughs> that plus sign's really bright <laughs> but uh yeah so I mean, these grandpas are watching Fox News, yeah, and they're hearing a statistic like that without even thinking, and then parroting it back to somebody. And, it's, and weed doesn't. It's. I mean, I. T it's crazy. It's crazy just because the amount of people I know that that use weed. Yeah, and even people now like it. You know, it's not even legal here, and parents at the school um, that are very fucking successful that drive you know Teslas and shit. <laughs> High, twenty four seven. Like, while, while they're in bed. Yeah, I mean, people... I mean, fucking... Yeah, yeah. All the, your model citizens. Yeah. Plenty of them. And... I, yeah, and, and... Yeah, sorry, go ahead. It's better than drinking. It is. And I think for a lot of people, it's less high impact than drinking, which is good, because you don't want something... I mean, I don't want something that impacts my life like drinking does. Sure. It sucks, man. I, I, I like, don't want to be taken... I want to go hang out with my friends. I want to have fun. But I don't want to be completely taken out the next day. Yeah. Like, I can't do anything the next day. I feel like shit that night. Right. I, I, you know. Up, and, all that. And it's just legal in so many places now that the pendulum has swung. And, I mean, props to, like, the generation that came after me, after mine, that just were like, weed's not a big deal. Because yeah. mine still... Like, get weirded out about weed. Well, you and know? I think also, the I mean, there's probably more people that are going to get help with it, too, as it becomes more available. Because it is like drinking, um, 
when it's made readily available, people will do it too much and people will spend all their money on it and people will ruin their lives on shit. It's just what you get when you allow people to do things. So I'm sure there has been some sort of increase in, uh, in that, but I just, I don't, I, I don't know. The, I don't I the, I just there's none of this re- all the research that I'm reading on Instagram says it cures cancer. <laughs> that's what I, I'm getting at. I think the I also think that like uh the that's that's some of the stuff like some of the people that are the the spokespeople for it maybe like eh, dude, you know, we got it like less of those, but that's not really like that anymore. No, it's not. I mean, it's not like a respectable business. It's now. been so it's been legalized for so long. And, and like we've been to the States and the, you know, it's absolutely evident that it doesn't cause any of the societal ills that people think it does. You know, uh, it's it's evident that people want it, which yeah. is the actual most important thing. I, I think that like, we get so tied up and like this doesn't cause any social ills. This doesn't fuck anything up. <laughs> when really it's just like people want this. We just talked about Crackdown, uh, the podcast Crackdown. Uh, Garth Mullins, I think, was his name, and yeah. talked about like uh, pharmaceutical grade heroin and stuff like that. And it's like the fact is, like I'm not going to quit doing drugs. It's not going to go away. It, there's people out there that are just going to do it, you right, know, and right. if you call it a disease, then fine. I guess I'm one of the people with the drugs disease and I'm going to keep fucking doing it. Yeah. But I think it, it, it drugs is a thing that is just another part of a lifestyle. Pro, yeah, and prohibition isn't solving it. Prohibition is creating all the fucking problems. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, uh, I had brace on, uh, I had brace on a couple weeks ago. We talked about the brewery. Uh, the Anchor Brewery unionizing effort okay. that he's involved in. And uh, it, something was called to my attention. Okay. That I thought that maybe me and you could read. We took last week off because we were doing something else. And, and we didn't get to do this. But it's brought to my attention. It's kind of an evergreen thing. Uh-huh. It is a Craigslist ad for a job working for Rogue Brewery. Oh, yes. This was awesome. <laughs> so I think the do reason. You have this pulled up? I do have it pulled up. And, okay. and, and I think that the reason that we're talking about Rogue Brewery, the reason we're going to do this is because it's pointed out in the thread that I got this from that Anheuser-Busch and InBev, a lot of the people that work for that place are union labor. Yeah. And they have insurance and they're paid very well. And I know in Columbus, Ohio, if you work, Anheuser-Busch is one of like four jobs everybody wants. Sure. You know, you get a free case of beer at the end, uh, every, at the end of every week, which is crazy. I mean, but it's funny because, like, people are like, a free case of beer, man. That means I don't have to pay for beer for the whole weekend. But I'll bet every person that gets that free case of beer finishes it on Friday. Right. Has to go buy another case of beer. For sure. <laughs> I mean, it's by just extra. Yeah, it's just extra beer. I've seen guys go through a case of beer. It's, I mean, it's a, a wild thing to see. And it's crazy to look at the cans after yeah. they've yeah, done it in up. one night. Do you ever, like... Have you ever just looked at the trash can yeah, after somebody is on a particularly large beer drinking party? I think a lot of people that like really love booze moved on to the higher test beers because they didn't want to see <laughs> the big trash can no, full I, of cans at the end of the night. I totally don't want to drink. Tw- I don't want to drink twelve beers. I'd rather just drink two or three of these like really potent beers. Yeah, I knew a guy that drank Natty Light. Or no, bush light at the end of every week and natural light in his garage. He would sit in his garage every day after work and at least do 12 of them. 
But most of the time, you know, I'll, I'll stop on the way home from work. I'll buy a 24. I'll sit in my garage. I'll smoke cigarettes. I'll listen to whatever's on the radio. You know, usually talk radio or, or maybe oldies music and drink a whole fucking 24 pack of beer, dude. And it just, I, I, you know, part of me kind of admired it a little bit. He worked a real fucking I mean, job, dude. He worked his, your time. Right. He worked his fucking ass off. He's a roofer. He worked his fucking ass off. He wasn't like a big fat guy or anything like that. He was in decent shape. His skin was made out of leather. And at the end of his fucking day, up on a roof in the middle of the summer, if that's what made him feel good, fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> then let him do it. So, anyway, this is for an IT manager. Okay. Now, I think the first thing we need to do before we read this thing is to see what the average pay is for an IT okay. manager, right? In, in Portland, it, Oregon right. is where this is. So, probably a lot, I would think. Yeah, I mean, I it's a decent amount of money. The people that I know that do it uh, got way nicer cars than me. <laughs> Everybody I know that's in IT is doing really well. $76,952 is is an average base salary in Portland, Oregon. Okay. Uh, That's that's great. Yeah. So $76,952, that is average. That's not a high salary, obviously. There's probably a lot of people making hundred grand. Sure. My guess is. Oh, I know there is. Yeah. You know, because there's a lot of people not making a lot. So let's read this. I need an IT manager. He needs an IT manager, Brett. Okay. A jack of all trades, which is a red. That's a red light. Yeah. That's automatically something that's fucking. There's alarms going off. <laughs> yeah. That no word. One can be, no, no one can be that. That's a storybook thing. <laughs> no one's ever the jack or Jane of all trades. Well, and if you're the fucking jack of all trades, that really is just let me walk all over you. Yeah. Sort of yeah. thing, you know. Every IT person thinks they're the jack of all trades. It's just how you define trades. In our case, we define it very broadly. That is another sketch. This is the worst ad I've, this is already the worst job listing I've seen. Okay. And he's like, hardware, software, phones, internet, printers, managing the website and its content point of sale servers and printers in the pubs, a little data entry and pulling records into the database, lots of reports from the server, growing the database, extending the use of the database and lots of e-blasts. Wow. That took me a long time to read. That's, I I don't (laughs) think one person could do all of that. It's not a one person job. No. I mean, okay, listen. I can maybe do this if I'm making a hundred grand a year. <laughs> you can make it work. I mean, because I would, if I'm making a hundred thousand dollars a year. Okay. Let's just make it like my dream amount of money. Right. If I'm making $200,000 a year, that's okay. always my dream amount of money. 200 grand. Right. Uh-huh. I do all that stuff. I would make it work. I would work fucking 70 hours a week. If I had to a hundred, however many hours of the week I have to work, I'm right. working it. Okay. 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 Like for that kind of money, and and I see, I see what you're saying. Yeah, what, I mean, what is there a price for you where you would just be like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna chuck this podcast aside, my parenting aside, and I'm gonna fucking, I got this job, they're paying me this money, and I'll, I'm gonna do it, and I'm gonna make this my life." Yeah. Especially if it's something you're into. What if let's let's do an example for you? Like, what if a weed company? was willing to hire you right. to like run the the weed stuff and and you get to name shit, you get to cut the weed and stuff, you <laughs> right. get to make the deals. The jack of all trades. Jack of all trades. They're like I'm going to pay you. How much would they have to pay you for you to 
quit everything and just do that as your job? I I don't know. I, you don't have a number. I don't have a number. I have a hundred grand. Is it like a number? That's somebody a good wants number. to give me a hundred grand a yeah. year. I'm doing it because yeah. I just feel like that's the that's an amount of money that I could pay off all my student loans in one yeah, year and still have forty grand left over. I'm trying to think of an amount that could get Erica to quit too. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if she'd want to quit though. Two hundred thousand fucking dollars. Oh yeah, dude. that would, that's insane. Two hundred thousand dollars. That's too much money. I think too. I think I felt <laughs> weird saying two hundred thousand. That seems too presumptuous i think it's just an amount of money that can solve all my problems for sure it'll make everything go away (laughs) you can go wherever you want no one will stop you from doing anything you're you never have to check your account ever again again hire somebody else to do that you can put your fucking bills on auto pay right if you're making 200 grand a year you just throw those bills you can sign up for a shutter account yeah yeah you can have shutter you can have a I don't know. I can have all my wrestling services. You can have the Hallmark channel yeah. during Christmas. Might even be able to jump on an airplane and go somewhere every now and yep. then. You yep. know? 200 grand. Okay. okay. We're what looking for a bro- high energy person. I don't know who's looking for a low yeah, energy. No, they never want, like, where's the low energy job? <laughs> That's for me. I'm the low energy guy. They want low energy people. That's what they need. Yeah. They need less people that are fighting with each other. By the way, I want to throw this in there, too. This is in Portland. So my amount of money to be set is different than my amount of money to be set in Columbus, Ohio. Too. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like uh, $250,000 in Portland. Got it. In Columbus, you know, it's 200. Actually, Columbus, 150,000. I'd fuck quit for 150,000 if I have to live here. That's easy. That's fucking, you can live on, you can live like fucking a king here on 150 grand a year. Uh, we're looking for a high energy person, a curious person, a resourceful person, a flexible person. You run the show alone. <laughs> okay okay so just me and i don't think it's alone because then you read this you're starting to think like i run the show alone like this is all me i get to make all the decisions i decide when i work i decide what i have to do you know that's you don't run it alone because you ain't deciding when you work you don't get to decide what you do or anything you're so uh you run if any of the offices or 11 pubs need help you need to help now so you're on call brett all the time you're on call now uh we need to do this for 11 fucking restaurants that have technical (laughs) difficulties all over the city too all over the fucking city yikes like they're probably far away from each other too because these are just rogue pubs right 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 right. so there's probably you might have to drive down to san francisco you might have to drive somewhere it's probably you know you have to fix these things immediately you know we'll work your behind off Yet this is not a $50,000 position. Wow. (laughs) Wow. $25,000 less than the average amount in a city with the cost of living of Portland. Don't get your hopes up. Right. No, we need somebody that would do this for almost nothing. Yeah. I mean, you know, the hope is that it's $49,000. Sure. $500. Sure. I I don't think it is. Probably $45,000, you'd think? $45,000 to $40,000? I don't know. Because they're saying $50,000 for a reason. Right, right. They're saying fifty thousand because it's close to fifty thousand, but not like it's not in keeping with the average amount of money. Because like we maybe said, maybe it's in the thirties. You can work up to the forties. That's terrible. If it's in the thirties, I'm disgusted by this company. I'm just gonna say thirty thousand dollars in Columbus, Ohio. Forty thousand dollars in Columbus, Ohio. All right, all right. That's cool. But I was in Portland. Okay, yeah. I know what Portland costs. Their it's, weed's cheaper though. Their weed is well, yeah, but that's not the only thing. Save you have to a lot buy. of money on weed. <laughs> their rent is really expensive. Oh, that's true. <laughs> so uh, you, uh, so uh, if you need that kind of money, 
please don't apply as they'll that'll waste a lot of time you'll not convince us so basically they're like who doesn't need money there's no way in hell that we would ever pay to have somebody be constantly available to run around to 11 stores and a home office well i think and the other thing they're worried about right is that they're saying you're going to be on call you're going to have to work 24 hours a day seven days a week you're going to have to be available all the time right. they don't want you getting some idea in your head that you're going to get overtime or that you're right, going to get right. compensated for anything over 40 hours a week because i can see taking this job for 50k for 45 i can see taking this job for forty five thousand dollars a year if it meant i work monday through friday eight to five or eight to six or something like that and that uh and i just feel passionate about beer like i totally get the idea of somebody actually taking this job i'm not like against people taking jobs like this it's just it's it's disgusting because this is an industry that people feel very passionate about this stuff and also feel like they're doing the right thing this is very small business tyrant Shit, because right. these people are—it's they're being preyed on, basically. Right. Right. Oh, I am—I'm really passionate about beer and hops and shit. I'd love to do any. I'd sweep the floors at Rogue Brewery if they could hire me, and then right. they're just paying you fucking nothing. And they have this like stupid ad. The Rogue Nation is always on the lookout for hardcore unemployables. We hire revolutionaries who possess an unwillingness to follow the status quo. They're not going to put up with this bullshit. (laughs) Yeah, people didn't. (laughs) The IT manager, I'm a rogue status. Can you believe that? The the way that they say we're like trying to hire revolutionaries. Hardcore unemployables? Yes. Unemployable. So they would hire they they're trying yeah, to get me and Brett working for? Yeah, let me be the IT manager. <laughs> They'll pay enough. Right. <laughs> Not even I I wouldn't even do it for that amount. Oh, this sounds like hell here. Right here, Brett. We go to the front of the fight and stay there. We require humor, speed, creativity, Jesus. dedication, and here's another red red fire alarm, a thick skin. There Man, that's be- a lot of upgrades. <laughs> that's got a lot of upgrades. That's going to cost you, right? A, a thick skin means that they're going to like be mean to you. Yeah, you got to that's like you're going to have to pay $25,000 extra on the on the the yearly amount, right? Yeah. Like a thick skin. I mean, if the you're going to insult on the, me. the comedy, if it's going to be, I have to, what, what did it say? I had to be funny too, right? Well, it says that you need to have a sense of humor, which that's the alarm for me, right? Is you need to have a sense of humor and you need to have a thick skin. Yeah. So that means gonna... they play mean jokes where they're like, I'm really fucking angry at you uh, for not doing, <laughs> for not fixing the fax machine at store number six. Yeah. Somebody will throw like, a full can of beer at you when they get mad at you. Like, that was a joke, man. I thought it'd be funny if you like thought I was really angry about it. <laughs> a thick skin is not something no, you should have to have to get a no, job. That's no. I have a thin. You should work should be a place for thin skinned people. It's you a, shouldn't have to. You shouldn't have to get any shit. Like what kind of shit are they doing there? That's right. such a fucking red. That's such a red light to me. That's such an alarm to me. When they say humor and a thick skin, because I'll tell you what else it is, dude. It's sexual harassment shit. Yeah, it's, it's exactly what it is. It's gay jokes. It's things like that. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. They're they're like using the N word in jokes right. and stuff like right. that. That's just I know that's what it is because that's what they all mean. 
you know every guy that finds out i'm a comedian when i meet them and then i they say what kind of jokes do you do do you do like edgy stuff they're never asking me if i'm doing like anti-american jokes they're right there's a certain kind of joke they're asking me if i do and it's always the same you know and that's what these guys are talking about did we say speed do we say thick skin expect mischief mayhem and chaos only those who are aggressive survive wow this is cutthroat all right, so we got a little list of things that let you know if you're rogue. I'd like you to answer these for me, Brett. Okay. Okay, are you... Is Brett rogue? I don't know. Let's, Let's find, find out. out. Rogues work hard. I do work hard. I think you do. Too. I do. You're a very hard worker. Rogues take risks. Do take risks. Yeah, you do that. Rogues are willing to shun titles and personal financial success in a pursuit of the greater good. No. No. <laughs> I'm worried. i got to get my own empire going here, and then I'll start moving to pieces. Yeah, no. Yeah. I I mean, if I'm looking for a job, the question that I'm willing to uh, shun financial success is, like, that's a bad thing. That's not a positive. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'll volunteer and shit. I'll do some Meals on Wheels or something. But here for money. But, yeah, if I'm going and, like, (laughs) running around and being... All of these different things. You got to pay me for that, actually. I'm doing this for personal financial reasons only. <laughs> it's the only reason anybody <laughs> only to reason fucking work. Here. Yeah. Uh, rogues pursue the long shot. I don't even know what that fucking means. I don't that mean. sounds like something they needed more things. Right, right. Like, <laughs> what's some epic shit to say, man? That like, gets people fired up. You always have these good sayings at meetings. They're like, I don't know. I'm just copying them off Instagram. <laughs> rogues uh, have respect for diversity. Brett, that is a Brett. I do. I do have respect for We are for all diversity. about diversity. Yeah, okay. You should see the movies I watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to see Captain Marvel on opening night. Wow. So if you're, wow. You know, I'm a feminist Holy at shit. this point. <laughs> um, uh, rogues are never satisfied to rest on past laurels. I am. Uh, I am too. I always like to think about. I always remind myself like you did some good shit before. You ever like remind yourself like the first time I did a show in New York, I sold it out and yeah, like sold a bunch for the show after that. You know what I mean? Like I, I'll rest on that for the rest of my fucking life. Right, that's good enough for me. Sold out a show in fucking Los Angeles when nobody said you could do it. I'm resting on that. Those are great laurels to rest on. I feel like I could get a good sleep on those laurels. Right. Roads ignore the accepted patterns and blaze their own trails, which I don't even know what that could mean. Well, that, yeah, that, that's just, I do blaze a lot. Is that like, it's probably like a <laughs> weed thing. They're not talking about weed. No. Yeah. They're just saying, I don't know what it is, especially you don't want somebody in, I guess, that's a disruptor thing, maybe, for IT, right? Blaze your own trail sort of thing. Yeah. Um, rogues have raw talent and focus on that talent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is well, that? Yeah. Just raw talent, man. Just oozing Just- it. <laughs> Just like... You know, you shouldn't even be an IT manager. Why are you doing why this, man? You just got so much raw talent. You can do anything you want. Just apply yourself. Yeah. All that raw talent, you just focus on that, and you're going to be something. Rogues are honest with themselves and others. Now, the other questions of whether you're a rogue makes it very hard for me to imagine that they're honest with themselves. Yeah. Because I just feel like somebody who thinks this highly of themselves is probably not super honest with themselves for sure <laughs> you know? yeah 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 uh rogues are rebels okay you are but, a rebel i am i think so yeah but, rogues have one foot in reality to let them get the job done but they are nonetheless led by their dreams okay 
Um, bullshit. That Such a sounds bullshit like a thing you'd read in a fantasy book. Or yeah, something. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like an engraving on like a gold bracelet. <laughs> yeah, but fucking, it's a lighter you buy at Things Remembered. Yeah. <laughs> in um, the mall. Um, yeah, I don't. I guess, but I don't. Yeah. Um, I, I might be that. I might be that. I mean, we're pretty led by our dreams. There's all That's this true. stuff I we want to do, dream. and we let them. We try well, to actually, get it done. You know, I don't have dreams at all. Like, uh, <laughs> we'd killed all my dreams for like at least the last ten years. That might be true. Only time I had dreams is when I moved to from the new cities. I had like three days in my life where I didn't smoke weed, and I had the worst nightmares in the world. Yeah, those are bad dreams. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, and but I like because but I prefer not to have dreams because. They just keep you up all night, and it's like, I'm trying to sleep. I don't want to be fucking bothered I all feel like I'm long. working. I don't want to be told a fucking story or some weird fucking tale. Like, leave me alone. You float brain. Like, swimming in a fucking Go the, go the fuck to bed, man. Just stop bothering me. I don't give a fuck. I'm not trying to relive. I'm not trying to be like in a, a in a uh, action movie right now. If I want to see a movie, I'll fucking watch it on yeah, TV. Yeah, I'll just do it when I'm awake. Yeah. Jeez, I'm trying to recharge. Jeez, <laughs> this Sorry. is a weird. This is weird right here, Brett. We do not plan, budget, forecast, or waste time on getting bigger. We really only wish to get better. You'll be interviewed by a decision maker. Ties are not recommended for the interview, nor slacks or jackets, all of which are banned by our dress code. Oh, that sucks. Or would be if we had one. Oh. <laughs> 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 just a guitar they should have a fucking uh a guitar thing to click on at yeah, the end you, of that word like, you just click on a little this is a sound hell job bite. this is a hell yeah job. this sounds crazy uh, this sounds like somebody's gonna be like hey man we're all cool around here what's wrong with you what's the problem you know <laughs> you want to hear the list of banned words <laughs> they yeah. got a list of banned <laughs> words let's see if some of the words we might think are banned okay are banned uh okay here we go Great. It's excited. Banned. That's banned? <laughs> yeah. Now, you watch your language. If you say great, excited, end of day, execute, throw down, great question. May I see some? May I say something? May I ask a question? <laughs> devil's advocate, which, by the way, just means, like, bringing up a criticism. It's not, yeah. like, a real devil's advocate thing. It's really just, like, oh, man. This guy's trying to do the devil's advocate yeah. about whether we should pay him for his fucking right. overtime or something. <laughs> well, it's just, yeah, this guy is totally unfair. He thinks that uh, we're, as a business, we should be budgeting for IT management. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? You know, we're trying to make money on the food and take it home. We don't want to have to pay somebody to manage all this. <laughs> on one hand, in the long term, depends, synergy, build brand awareness... Dude, which is like fuck you, man. I love the word dude. Yeah, I say dude one. a lot. Can you do like dude arena or do that instead? Nope, no dude, no variations. No oh variation. my god, they don't like the word. Oh, oh I would my get god. fired. I say that all the <laughs> Me time. Too. Me too. All the time. I say it for reasons that like are just like benign. It's yeah. like, Oh my god, I gotta fucking go to the bathroom. <laughs> yep. Everything. <laughs> Everything. Anything that's like even close to a pain in the ass. Yeah. And, oh my god. For I know. Me. Yeah. If God puts us through a lot, I call out to him quite a bit for that shit. Spaced it. You're not allowed to space things. That's totally. But that's like a perfect way to say it. You know. Like there's. It's a specific. There's there's no other way to say it. Like, I forgot. It's not forgetting. What's spacing it? 
What's the difference between forgetting and spacing it? <laughs> uh, forgetting is when like you were supposed to remember it, but you didn't. Yeah. Spaced is when it just disappears from your mind. Yeah, where you're like, fuck. You're like, what the fuck? I was going to remember that. And then it just was gone now. You know? You're not allowed to say 24-7, even though that sounds like what? the that amount sounds... of time you're going to work. They probably don't want you talking about how now many hours say, you I've worked. I've been working 24-7. <laughs> yeah. like, no, no, no. You're on salary. <laughs> Close the loop. Working. What is this? I what know. are they doing here? I don't what know. Are they, what are these rules? It's a one ad. Two. You better like Dr. Dre. You better fucking hate your riff mix. You better like what do you what is this? What what is the deal here? What do you want from me? God damn it. I know they the, they're what, so needy. I know. There's just a what kind of person are you like what are you trying to get here? What are you getting at? You live here. Ew. We need a disruptor. Why are you living here? Okay, so we were at Close the Loop, working on Ball in My Court. You can't say ball. So I they're know. trying to, they're against the lingo. Is what, is that what they're saying? Yeah, we're but not, I we're mean, not putting up with that corporate BS lingo. But none of that is the super, like, I think of things like I'm going to blue sky it as like a corporate lingo, like, well, blue sky that, or let's get out of blue the box sky. and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Shit like that. Oh, what can know, we scale it? We got this wish bucket and this other bucket and we want to put it in this bucket. Like that's corporate speak. Like saying the balls in your court. I don't think that like really, I don't think that's horrible. You know, it's like, Oh, I need like, I don't know. I guess it doesn't it's seem a- like that big of a deal. To me, to sounds like a bunch like of corporate that. mumbo jumbo <laughs> from guys that don't drink beer. If this was a, uh, if this one ad was a person, it would definitely have a leather jacket. Oh on. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> With the collar up and a fucking like one of those motorcycle hats, the yeah. leather motorcycle hats. <laughs> uh, on my radar, proactive deer, D E A R. You can't call someone a deer. No, you can't actually. <laughs> yeah, I guess in, that's in most workplaces. You can't say that's not bad. Will you do that for me, dear? I like being called dear. Can I don't I do, mind can, it I dem- can I ask to be called dear? Maybe they should clarify. It. A woman is allowed to call like a, yes. a male identifying person dear, you, but I can see where a woman wouldn't like it. But I like it. If I, you're going to make a whole bunch of sweets at your house and then bring them to me and like use me as a proxy for your son, <laughs> you can call me dear. God, you're fucking such a me. I know exactly the kind of person you're talking about. <laughs> no, I mean, I've worked with a lot it of works. Them. No, I'm good. I give, I love it, I give it back. You yeah, know? yeah. No, I'll, I'll be get, your son. They get all of it. Yeah, I'll I remember be I worked with this woman at Kroger <laughs> when I was 17. And right before I turned 18, I was like, my life's about to end, man. I'm turning 18. She was like, honey. Your life is the best when you're in your 20s. You, you're just getting started. You can do anything you want. And the, like, well, the way she said it was so nice to me. She, she like changed my whole mind. Because like I thought once you became an adult, it's like, fuck it. Well, yeah. first of all, I'm such a piece of garbage that I thought once you became an adult... Like the only thing I thought about was like they can put you in real jail. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> First shit, thing I thought I of. Can't fucking just steal anymore. <laughs> we'll go to real jail if I do. We're we're not behind all the words yet. Uh, reach out. I don't. Know. I mean, you I can't guess. say reach out. Well, it, I mean, you just. I guess they want you to say I'm a call. Hi, person. Kevin. I'm reaching out to you because <laughs> the ball's in your court. <laughs> same page. I'd like to get on the same page. I like being on the same page. When me and you are on the same page, this thing fucking just rolls. I love being know? on the same page. Yeah, it's the best times. When Who we're not on the same use page, use that it's idiom. I don't. People at rogues. No, people at rogues. I'll tell you that right now. 
Is uh, it only pirate speak? Is that what they're getting at? Probably. Pretty much what we're saying is that if it doesn't sound like R or there she blows, we're not fucking interested. <laughs> if you don't talk about unicorn poop, <laughs> right? Yeah. I don't know what you're fucking yeah. doing, man. Yeah. You know, we're over here. We're we- talking about exploding kittens. <laughs> we're talking about unicorn poop. We're talking about the zombie apocalypse. We're talking about freaking bacon. That's right. what's going on. That's what rogues talk about. Arg, we a pirate. Yeah, you know, like we dress up for Pirate Day. We take it very seriously in the Rogue Nation. Uh, so same page brainstorming. That's that's, that's <laughs> a thing. Been around forever. And we all brainstorm. <laughs> it's a thing. Please people, stop making this harder. I like, know if you uh, can't say uh, brainstorming, then what do you? Uh, what, how do you uh, call that act? I mean, let's have like a thinking session. <laughs> It sounds like it's just an anti-creative place where yeah. it's like, you can't say brainstorming. What kind of connotation does that have? Come like on, thinking man. of things? Think, think about it. You come <laughs> up with something, man. In progress. So I guess everything just has to be done. Yeah. What, which is fine with me because I'm always progress. a big, I'm always big time on being like, this is done even if it's not done. <laughs> just being like, fuck it. I don't know. It's done, I guess. I don't fucking know. In progress. Yeah, no in progress. It's not in progress. It's, You're not allowed uh, to say I ain't done yet. I'm not done yet. Ain't done yet. I ain't done yet. And so it's that's probably what on the list. It. It's probably on a list though. They ain't be- done yet. Ain't they better not be on that. Ain't isn't there. Behind the eight ball and others. There's others. Behind the eight ball can go. I don't think I'm not a behind that. the eight ball guy. But I don't like being behind the eight ball. If there's a way- I like being behind the eight ball of cocaine. That's cool. Sitting at the table with the cocaine like right, right staring down the line. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Uh, one more sentence. Don't be offended if you don't get a form letter in response to your application. If we received it, it'll be read and given considerations. We have no HR department, so may have not may not have answers you think we should have as a business. That's because we're not. We're a revolution. <laughs> This is a revolution. I've never hated it. Welcome to the revolution. (laughs) It doesn't pay well. There's a zillion words you're not allowed to say, but none of them are like racial slurs or anything like that. Yeah, welcome (laughs) to the revolution. Uh, It doesn't pay very well, but um, we did ban the word in progress, so we've made a lot of, of progress, you know? Yeah. And them saying, I I think, like, it's funny because you think, like, well... They said they don't have an HR department, and me and Brett rag on HR departments. But what that really means is you're probably screamed at by like a yeah, number just of mean one. people. You know, there's not somebody with the skills to talk to employees there at all. You know, yeah, you're just in limbo. This sounds like this is you. They, they want somebody to follow them around like a goddamn puppy, you know, and just follow orders. This is one of those people that's like, I expect you to be. Um, you know, I expect to just you follow orders. Sorry. Yeah, somebody in the chat said we're better off with the union. I'm I'm totally oh, with that, sure. you know. But like if you don't have a union and you don't have HR, I've worked at jobs like that where you just get screamed at by yeah, the it's owner the raw of the fucking nerve. business. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's like it's the fucking word. What a dumb company. That what a horrible yeah, word. I'm Sounds definitely like the worst. out of it. Yeah. They're an I'm inbound really... corporation anyway. Oh. Now somebody in the chat just said they're in they're in uh they're an InBev corporation, but uh, so that's weird that they, that they don't require the same brewing standards or no, labor standards because it they can get away with it. It's not like I, I know what you're saying, like oh, it's weird that they don't think- require the same labor standards. But if InBev could get away with not paying their employees 
a living wage. And if they could get away with all this stuff, they would totally do that. So the under the name Rogue, they can get away with that kind yeah. of shit. So yeah. they're perfectly fine fucking doing it. You I know? remember I went and I almost, I came close to the, the dream. Uh, so the Anheuser-Busch, back when I tried, they hired out of the Job and Family Services office. And the one I went to, I went to like... To, that's actually good, by the way. That's oh, it is. Like, I know. Not bad at all because a lot of... Yeah, that's great. So it's going I, to people who need it. Right. It's yeah. like going to lift people out of poverty. For sure. Straight up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's giving opportunities. But it was so fucking busy when I went that I just turned around and was like, <laughs> I'll find a job somewhere else, I think. You went there and like did an interview? I went, no, I went to Budweiser and they were like, "Go, to, you have to go to Job and Family Services. So, Oh, you were like, I ain't waiting in this line. I went in there and it was else. like just packed. I'll work with these frat bros getting iced every day this was not even i wasn't even oh. close to that <laughs> i knew a guy that worked there i knew a guy that worked at anheuser-busch loved it was paid like this guy was driving a nice car had had he lived in the same apartment complex as me but his apartment didn't look like shit and had furniture in it <laughs> yeah yeah you know what I mean? right <laughs> so um yeah i think we got one more we got time for one more thing what here this is a work story uh it was I don't know. I don't remember where I got this from. I don't think somebody, I don't think, I just saw it. Uh, this is uh, written by Benjamin Romano. It's a Seattle Times business reporter. And uh, I'm just going to go ahead and read this. An employee in an Amazon call center in Kentucky asked managers for flexibility in the company's break schedule to accommodate bathroom needs stemming from his Crohn's disease, a painful, chronic, and unpredictable inflammatory bowel condition. Yeah. But instead, a supervisor accused him of stealing time. Time and he was fired. Uh, he alleges in a uh, lawsuit against the company charging discrimination under the Americans with Disabilities Act and Kentucky law. What is with this company and people going to the fucking bathroom? They don't like that. They it's, hate it. It's like Rogue and IT. Like they just are <laughs> like, do we really have to fucking let them use the restroom? <laughs> they just, do they just, have to? Have to? Jeff Bezos is just sitting in an office. Like, can we like yeah. fucking constipate them? Are they? Are they? They are not all all wearing uh, catheters like me. Are, is that what you're saying? We don't have people. We're not providing catheters to our to our call center people. He's gonna fucking make the call center toilet seats. He They're has gonna sit on toilets all day so they can just do it while they work. Jeff Bezos has a tube that goes out the end of his wiener and goes directly into his own butt. He pees <laughs> in his own butt. And just stores it in there <laughs> until the end of the day yeah. when he empties out his butt. Yeah. Is that yep. what you're it's saying? Just a storage container. Mm, yum. Oh. Yeah. Jesus, that's gross, man. <laughs> uh, I'm glad I don't use the bathroom. Jeff Bezos is like me. Yeah, that's who he is. He's like me. He's like I've never used the bathroom in my life. <laughs> just saying it so right, that people right. don't think that you've ever smelled bad or anything. Right, right. The case again raises. He's questions. alien. He's sewed up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he is a. <laughs> All that poop goes into his muscles. That like, all those ripples in his body aren't right. muscle. They do <laughs> shit muscles. Man. Yeah, just do do muscles. He's right. so strong from holding like in his Plato. shits. He's <laughs> extra strong from holding in his shits. That's sick, though, man. That's such an. Like, what is, you, before what? we get into this, like it's such an. It, that this is embarrassing for the company. It, is. it has to be embarrassing. Oh no, for them. I mean, I know it's not. No, they think it's like a bunch of like it's like it's just a tough environment, you know. Yeah, it's really you got to be the best of the best. I mean, <laughs> you can't have you can't have you know any medical problems. I mean, the crazy fucking thing is your call center aren't like your high paid employees or anything. 
And, and the call center? I don't think... I've worked at call centers, and the more time you're off the phone, it's not like a good thing. No. Like, yeah. he's not... It's not making his job any easier. He probably has to do either extra time, time oh, yeah. or work doubly hard to get numbers. I mean, having Crohn's disease hurts, and it sucks. Too. Oh, yeah. It's very bad. I've oh, had, yeah. like, uh, not Crohn's, but the other thing, colitis, which I think is part of that. And, it like, that shit is... Not good, man. I've had like attacks and it's very painful. I had me laying in the bathroom thinking I was going to die at times. Obviously, I've never used the bathroom, but that's just something I I was relayed by somebody else that's had diarrhea problems. Mm -hmm. The case again raises questions about Amazon's bathroom policies, which were highlighted in a book by a British author last year that described warehouse workers taking extreme measures to relieve themselves so as not to let their productivity slip. Measures disputed by the company. We do not monitor toilet breaks. I don't know, though. That sounds like you do. In a roundabout way, though. That's the thing. They uh, They don't say... We're going to pay attention to how long you're in the bathroom. Yeah. But they have to be paying attention to the amount of times people go to the bathroom. Otherwise, how did this guy get fired? They're printing out a report and going, oh, oh, this is this is interesting. Uh, We pay you for 60 minutes of work and I see you were only on the floor for 52 minutes. Yeah. You know, from two to three. What What were we doing for eight minutes? It's like taking a shit. What a fucking horrendous job that uh, that like. It's just like the environment there where people are afraid to use the bathroom. That's intense. That people get fired for using the bathroom. And again, in the call center where they're probably making minimum wage or like $1 more, you know? So um, uh, we do not monitor toilet breaks, the Seattle Commerce and Technology Giant said as part of a lengthy statement in response last April. The ADA complaint filed last week in U.S. District Court in Lexington, Kentucky, spells out a strict and limited break schedule at an Amazon customer service center in the suburb of Winchester that employs some 900 people. Okay. Employee Nicholas Stover needed to use the bathroom more frequently than the schedule allowed as a result of his disease. He asked for a flexible schedule or to be moved closer to the bathroom, but he was denied those accommodations he alleges in the suit i can also see him doing that yeah i've just worked in so many offices that like a guy asking can you move my desk the person that's managing them thinks they're trying to get over on them because i mean that's i mean this is something that like we i don't think we bring up enough or, or is that like a lot of times in these jobs the immediate supervisor like always thinks you're trying to pull one over on and, well, and, and or, like, how many times have you like heard somebody call in sick and they say that motherfucker ain't sick? Yeah, well, always sick. They always get petty grievances, and this is like the perfect reason to have one of these shithead managers be like, "Oh, so I guess now they can tell me where they're sitting." Yes. I do the seat chart. <laughs> Yes, yes, exactly. Amazon declined to comment on the pending litigation and had yet to file a response with the court as of Thursday. Bart Greenwald, an attorney representing Stover with the... Ooh, you got an attorney named Bart? With the law firm. That's tough. <laughs> I mean, that's a good... I mean, I would hire a Bart. Yeah. Would you hire a Bart for your attorney? Oh, yeah. I mean, I would, like, hire a Bart for almost any job. <laughs> for sure. Like, if it's, a t- like, a tough guy, like my security, uh-huh. I would love my security to be named Bart. Jason, can you change your name to Bart for us? Bart, Brett, Thank and you. Brian. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that would be a great addition. If you're a person. If there's some Bart's out there, you got the best chance out of anybody. You know, sometimes we think we could use a third mic. And uh, Bart, 
Yeah, 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 we're looking like into it. it. All yeah. right, especially if you've got a thick head of black hair and a mustache, <laughs> <laughs> and you wear uh, black denim. Yes, I want you to wear black jeans. Yep, at least and a shirt, uh, like not a tap out, but one of those shirts that are like real loud with all the designs and the flames sure. and a motorcycle on them. Sure, some stuff. Christian Oniger shit. Yeah, yes, yes, and a hat. With a corporation on it, yes, but not a cool corporation. Okay, like, uh, like, like, just something like from a warehouse in town or something. So we'll hire a Bart if you're a very specific Bart. You also have to be 49 years old because we're not getting any younger people in this thing. Okay, yeah, okay. You want to (laughs) be? You don't want to feel bad? Tired of being the oldest guy? Yeah, okay. (laughs) Old man Bart. (laughs) Well, Jason's the oldest guy in the org now, so that's nice. I'm like a youngster. I'm like a spry little right. Scrappy, crazy. Yeah. Look at this youngster sitting behind him. You know. Employee Nicholas, so uh, so disability law experts who reviewed the complaint saw Stover's accommodation request as reasonable, yes, and unlikely to cause an undue burden on the company. The yeah. standard spelled out in the ADA, which was amended in 2008 to include symptoms of diseases such as Crohn's, when they substantially limit a major life activity. I also just want to say that like it just took them till 2008 to get Crohn's disease in that ADA thing. Like it's just That's fucking awful. This world. Is just fucking terrible, yeah. man. Just terrible. Like we don't protect anybody. You, you well, really. I mean, we just don't protect people at well, all. Well, I mean, it's all the pure man. It's all the way that I don't know. The way our dumb culture works is people think that if you just get rid of it and make it go away, then it doesn't exist and that doesn't happen to people. You know. Yeah, we can yeah. just get them out of here. Yeah, we'll instead just fire of, them instead of accommodating, it. instead of having an understanding that someone has different needs as an employee. You know. Right, they, because somebody that has different needs as an employee is like just a problem to them. They want yeah. everybody to be like the m- most low impact humans they can possibly have. Someone that have can just work. fit into their spreadsheet, their like flow chart of people. And yeah. Like I said, their seating chart. A number, really. Yeah. I've always said this. I always wanted to be a number at work, and I was. My my uh, last two major jobs, I was. Well, I mean, my last two career jobs, I was just a number at the call center. I was, I cannot remember the number I was at the call center, but at the cable company, I was 9709. Cool. And it made me feel so fucking good to just be 9709 because it just never felt like anybody was fucking watching. Uh-huh. And like, as long as 9709 didn't have any red metrics, then nobody talked to me right. ever about anything. Right, right. But if there's some reason that 9709 couldn't, do the then he becomes Brian. Oh, the fucking guy, man. He's got to go to the fucking bathroom more. He's yeah. complaining and just as you said, pet. There's a lot of petty middle management that like the people on top are horrible. But there's a lot of people who think that you're always lying, that everybody's lying, well, yeah. and there's never a good reason to call off work. With I, I have every job I've worked, I have felt that when you had to call off work. You were accused of of fucking around, and I know well, Jason. Like, you have a little bit of a dystope disfigure. You can't really like. You think that I everybody is like after that, you? I always felt. I. I mean, you don't think you don't. You never heard people say like this person. I wouldn't say never off. heard, but I wouldn't say every single time. Yeah, I. I mean, I, I'm maybe I'm like exaggerating with every single time, but I always just felt like every time I heard somebody called off, there was like always like a little hint. 
of like this is bullshit. Jason hurt both of his fucking ankles and tried to call off, and the guy was like, "You're fired." No, that's not exactly what happened, but like he, you know, he said, "You're that's no excuse not to come in." And right, it's right. Like, God damn, dude, I can't come in. I'm giving my body to this fucking yeah, job, you know. For sure. I fucking hate Amazon. You know, I just really hate them. Uh, he disclosed his disease to Amazon when he applied for a job and during training at the company's customer service call center in Winchester, which, I mean, this is me editorializing. They ignored. They didn't care. They had a warm body. They had a guy in there that was qualified to do the work. Right. And they just it didn't bother them that he had Crohn's, you know? So... There we go, man. Amazon. Uh, okay, here we go. Here's their process, okay? A typical call center employee worked a nine-hour shift. Stover was on from 2 p.m. to 11 p.m., taking calls from customers and resolving typical e-commerce issues such as providing product information, handling returns and refunds, and tracking down packages. God, what a hell job that is. <laughs> oh, my yeah, God. you're dealing with general public. <laughs> you can scream that. Like, you're dealing with people that expect a website to be full-blown like butler service i know like you're amazon what's the damn excuse <laughs> uh <laughs> so uh the standard shift included three breaks an hour for meals and two 15 minute breaks that's okay. pretty standard probably uh they won't count your walking to and from the break room as part of your no they won't give no. you the time for that's that. part of the that's break, part of the break. walk out of the building right. or to the bathroom right you know and if you're having like crohn's you might be in the bathroom longer than 15 minutes it's very painful sure. i have like you're, it really hurts i can i don't know exactly what crohn's is but like i said i've had like acute i think it's called acute colitis which is basically the stuff like it's just it's crohn's but only once you know right <laughs> Right. Or twice or three times. It's just, sure. I don't have Crohn's. I just, right. I, sometimes, and it's painful. I, like, lay on the bathroom floor with, like, cold towels on my head. Like, I'll get a towel really wet with cold water and lay on the floor and put the towel on my fucking head and just, like, roll around on the floor and throw up and shit. It's like, it's not, it's not a bullshit thing that this guy had. It's not right. some like uh well, just yeah, it's just I don't think they was that. It was that they just weren't going to accommodate it. Right. Yeah. Um the standard shift so that you get an hour and then two 15-minute breaks scheduled by Amazon and unalterable by employees according to the complaint. That sched the breaks are they, scheduled. Yeah, you go when they tell you. You don't go when you want oh, to, which is bullshit. They tried because, that. Yeah. They almost lied. I mean, man, we they, I did that one time at a job, and everybody went fucking nuts on them. <laughs> yeah, because people are different. Like, Everybody's we different. We can't have people taking all their breaks all at once and stuff like this. And it's like, yeah, we fucking can. That'd be fine. Yeah. It'll be okay. I used to, uh, when I worked at the call center, I worked 10-hour days, and uh, I came in at 7, and I took my lunch at like 1 p.m., and then I took my two breaks after my lunch because the end of the day was right hard to make it through, miserable yeah. for me, you know. And then like, uh, uh, like I could go to the but you were allowed, you were allowed to get up and go to the bathroom. The sure, yeah, surprising. <laughs> Most of my yeah. jobs, you were allowed to use the restroom, and we really never got really that controlled. You weren't working with Jeff Bezos though, who right, was right. very anti bath. I want to yell at him for this bathroom shit so bad, like to his fucking face, you know. Yeah. Uh, 
So uh, because of his disease, Stover needed to use the bathroom more frequently than the company's policies allowed, and he was continually reprimanded according to the complaint. But he was also given a raise and promoted to a team called Search and Rescue that handles difficult customer service problems. So obviously also very good at his job. Uh-huh. But getting reprimanded because of a thing that's beyond his control. Right, right. You know, six months into his employment with Amazon, Stover, with the support of a physician, requested an accommodation. His doctor, completing an Amazon accommodation request form wrote that Stover must have a bathroom facility readily available. Amazon did not offer to move his workstation closer to the bathroom, a one to two minute walk away, nor did it offer options for unscheduled or emergency bathroom breaks or any other changes in work structure to accommodate his disability, according to the complaint. So he came in, he did their shit, he, he filled out their forms, and then they were just like, we, I mean, we can't accommodate you. Like, like you said, it yeah. was somebody saying, I make the seating chart here. Right, right. <laughs> I am the lord of the seating chart. Right. You're, on, you know. you're on our team. So, and our team works over here. So, it doesn't seem like you want to be a team player, you know? <laughs> Bev Can't you is just, just walk? Bev is just giving you a, a good yeah. talking to. That Dressed real down. nice kind. Yeah. Like, get it together. Tighten up that sphincter or get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh it says even here, fewer and fewer companies have that kind of issue, Hill added. Companies are much more flexible about when you go to the bathroom, get a cup of coffee, yeah, drink a crazy. glass of water, as long as it doesn't interfere with the actual number of hours worked and completed. Yeah, I mean, come on, people. This is We're fucking adults here, right? We all know that we go poo-poo caca, right? Right. We go pee-pee. Well, and, and you know, the thing that... The, the, I, the reason I like wanted to read this is just that, like, this company... Is where most of us are supposed to be working at this point. Like yeah. Amazon, the the they aren't headquartered here or anything. Right. But the the impact they have even here in Columbus is enormous. Yeah, I just you see them all day everywhere. You see their trucks. You see guys working with their regular ass old car. Uh, when we drive out of town to go to live shows, we drive by their big warehouse. I mean, it's just so many people are working for this company and it's terrible that it's this company. Like this company is like so horrible with like bathroom breaks and accommodations and shit like that. It's sad, man. Fuck you, Amazon. All right, Brett. Is that the show? Do you want to get mad at Bill Maher for two seconds? What did Bill Maher do? I mean, he said this like a couple weeks ago, but I just want to—I'll read the headline for you. Bill Maher mocks red state voters. Said rich and educated live in blue states. <laughs> he said maybe that has something to do with why Trump. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Uh, Bill. He said that they have Wolfgang Puck and we have Chef Boyardee, and that's yeah. what he said. And it's like, okay. I mentioned Jesus, that you're worth 130 billion. Take one for the What'd team. you mention? Stop is that playing, playing audio? It is playing. Oh, well, hell. Let's do it. Come back to life. Jeff Bezos, come on. He's So he's getting off. Let's hear it, guys. Now, I, I, I know this sounds like a pipe dream, and it's true. I was smoking a pipe when I did oh, <laughs> You do weed. <laughs> but if liberals are serious about winning elections, they have to start recolonizing the country uh, they've no. abandoned. Mississippi is the poorest state in the country. Amazon could buy the whole state and rename it Amazippi. This guy gets paid to do this. He does. This is like something he gets paid to do. Like a lot of money. (laughs) If we keep leaving the red states behind, they're going to keep getting angrier and crazier. 
Because if you're not invited to the party, the next best thing is to throw a turd in the punch bowl. That's not like a saying, Bill Maher, but okay. Yeah, so. Is that what we do here? I mean, that's what he's saying we do. We throw a turd in the punch bowl, folks. That's I like doing that, though. I like ruining, funny. like, New Yorker time. Like, it's like, oh, New York. You know, you saw an article about New York socialists this week. Like, it was, like, 15. It's like, why is socialism on the rise? And it was, like, this person's 15 friends from Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> it was just, like, I, I like ruining their time. Like, I, there's something about, like, we're not, like, here's the thing. People that are voting for Trump aren't voting for Trump to, like, ruin their time. But they are voting for Trump because they hate you. Yeah, because hateable. Yeah, I don't think you understand how hateable you are from the outside. We have Wolfgang Puck pizza at the fucking mall, dude. Wolfgang Puck is just that was such a weird thing. Frozen food. Yeah, aisle. I mean, I did the other day. Was walking by Saks Fifth Avenue, right? Because I went to uh, the mall. I used. I sometimes will go to the mall and walk with my daughter. We like to go in Saks Fifth Avenue and look at the prices on stuff because you know it's very like seven hundred fifty to a thousand dollars shoes. Right. Right. You know. And uh, there was a guy sitting just outside and was just such as like a stark picture to me. There was a guy sitting on a chair directly outside of Saks Fifth Avenue eating Chef Boyardee ravioli out of the can with a fork and a yogurt for lunch. And it was just like, yeah, yeah, that is why we're pissed. You know what I mean? Yeah, that is. That's the problem. <laughs> you were sort of right in that way of like eating, like that. That like this is the life we have to live while we sell seven hundred and fifty dollars shoes. That fucking sucks. You know, right, it's right. bullshit. So yeah, and uh, we would love to have fancy, expensive food. You know, I love expensive food. Sure, the top if I can afford things. it. Yeah, well, I mean, I like it if I can't afford it, really. But of course, I get what you're saying. All right, we're done, man. Yeah, thanks for listening to Street Fire Radio. That's the show. You can get more of what we do over on Patreon. Support the show. Please help us out. Um, uh, we are building a, you know, bigger and better things here, trying to get everybody involved. Uh, I've been high. I hire, you know, I've been spreading the work around. So uh, Jake has been cutting out video stuff and doing more editing. Katie is taking care of the booking. Um so this all takes a lot of money. We're doing the zines. We're paying the artists. We're paying the writers, all that stuff. It costs a lot of money to do this shit. So um, we need your support, uh, and we will pay you handsomely with content because we have lots of video Every single week uh, for our $5 a month video subscription level, people, you get a video every single week, which is, you know, most recently was our L.A. Live show, but it also includes the uh, – TV shows like Undercover Business Tyrants and Shark Tank that we do uh, each week. You can also get access to our zine, exclusive writing and art from Brian and I, and a bunch of other cool people. And we have our bonus shows that we do. So head over to patreon.com slash streetfightradio to get in, into that. Um, and then follow us on social media. I do some uh, live streams on Instagram, at streetfightwcrs. Uh, and you can always watch the show and chat along with the people uh, on Twitch, Facebook, Periscope, and YouTube. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. We will see you on Sunday taking your calls. Peace. One, two, three, four.